the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I have in front of me, as we begin a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show, uh, one, two, three, four, five stories. They're all different. They're all different. I didn't print any of them out twice. They're all different, but they are all interconnected. They all concern crime and the city of Columbus and efforts to stop it and what has happened because the authorities have been unable to stop it. That is where we begin the program today on 98.9 The Answer in Columbus and 94.5 in Dayton, nice to have you along. You can drop me an email, Bruce at SalemMedia.com, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. You can also call the show if you so desire to give me your perspective on the issues of the day. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Now, my profession has been uh, news, sometimes hard news, sometimes sports news, sometimes uh, good news, uh, but my profession has been, for the better part of 30 years, news. And you are familiar, I'm sure, with the term breaking news. Breaking news. Everything on Fox is breaking news. And virtually every new segment, they have to play the breaking news sounder, right? A little annoying. Not everything is breaking news. What I'm holding in my hand is not breaking news. But I don't know what it is because I don't know what the opposite of breaking news is. The opposite of breaking would be mm, held together, solid, enduring. I, I don't know what the opposite of breaking news is. But this, this, this is the opposite of breaking news. Are you ready? Here you go. The opposite of breaking news at the top of the Bruce Hooley Show. An attorney representing the family of a Columbus man who was shot and killed by a Columbus police officer in a hilltop apartment said the family plans to file a civil case against the officer and the city. Well, of course they do, because if there's one thing we know from the city of Columbus, it is that they can't wait to pay you if you perceive yourself a victim. You don't even have to be a victim. You just have to perceive yourself a victim. Now, I'm not saying Donovan Lewis is not a victim. Donovan Lewis died in the middle of the night when officers were trying to serve a warrant for Domestic violence, felony mishandling of a firearm, and assault. They pounded on his door, pounded on his door, pounded on his door. About 10 minutes, let a police dog into the apartment. It barked and barked and barked and barked. They yelled at him to open the door. They arrested two people in the apartment with him. After all that, they pushed open the door. Donovan Lewis started to get out of bed. Officers believed that he had, I would assume, a weapon in his hand because that led to one of the officers firing a shot. He did not have a weapon in his hand. He had a vape pen in his hand, but in a dark bedroom. It's reasonable to assume that they made a mistake. How this will shake out, I don't know. I've told you this officer will not be an officer 
with Columbus police anymore. Not because I think he's guilty. I don't know if he's guilty. I don't know what police procedures are. I think he had a reasonable expectation that Donovan Lewis was a dangerous guy and that Donovan Lewis might have a weapon. I think it's a reasonable assumption if somebody has been charged with, and the reason they're serving the warrant is felony mishandling of a firearm. But at any rate, this guy's going down because it's the city of Columbus's commitment to demonizing police, demoralizing police, which leads me to another one of my stories that I have in front of me. I told you they were all interconnected. Columbus police are now looking to lure out-of-state officers after Ohio transfers fall short. One of the things we've talked about here on the show is that the city of Columbus paid 100 officers with 25 years experience or more. It's most veteran, most experienced officers, $200,000 a piece in an early buyout to get rid of them. And the reason they wanted to get rid of them is because they said they're not on board with the way we have reimagined public safety in Columbus. I wish I had some harp music I could play in the background of that. Reimagine public safety. We're going to reimagine it. Well, we need to, we don't need to reimagine it. We need to reorder reality. It's what we need because we've had a record murder total in 2020 and a record murder total in 2021. And you say, yeah, but we've had way less murders this year, Bruce. Well, so far we have, but we had another one last night. Another young Columbus person, age 25, shot and killed last night at an East Side bar. That's another headline that I have in front of me that is interconnected to all of this. But back to the police transfers. Why do we have a shortage of cops? Columbus is a great place to live, right? Work. They pay well. Uh, why would a hundred of the most experienced guys, they've if they've served 25 years or more on the force, I think you've pretty much made your career decision that you're staying where you are, right? Very few people after 25 years say, whew, time I try something else. Because typically when you try something else, what happens? You go backward in pay and in compensation. And as you get older, you get married, you have kids, they go to college, they have weddings. (laughs) Trust me, it's all on my mind with three teenage daughters. Trust me, you get to a point in your career where you're 25 years in, you're making a good salary, you're not looking to change careers. But Columbus police officers were looking to go somewhere else and be police officers somewhere else. And so, hey, come on down, Dublin, Hilliard, Reynoldsburg, Gahanna, New Albany, because these officers would love to work in the much safer environments that you offer, Reynoldsburg less so than those other areas. So they have a shortage of officers, and they thought they could fix it by putting the word out in the state of Ohio, hey, we need... We need 50 experienced officers, five years experience or more. Better yet, if you've worked in a metropolitan police department, we'd love to have you. Uh, They had 11 people say, yeah, sure, sure, I'll leave Toledo, Youngstown, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Dayton. I'd love to leave there and go work in Columbus. Now, why is that? I mean, obviously, you get paid well. They paid their outgoing officers who they couldn't wait to get rid of, 200 grand to go away. They got money. Andrew Ginther gave 30, how many, what do you give, $30 million to the perceived victims? No, was, I forget the number. It wasn't $30 million. That would be a million apiece. I think it was $6 million. I think it was $6 million, Andrew. Still, not an insignificant amount of money. I think he gave $6 million 
to the 30-some people who got their feelings hurt in the George Floyd riots of 2020. Which brings me back to the, you know, why the family of Donovan Lewis is already, they filed this, they're getting ready to file the civil suit before Donovan Lewis's funeral. I would not want to occupy myself with anything other than putting my loved one to rest. But, uh, you know, kudos to attorney Rex Elliott, who is uh, doing a remarkable Ben Crump impression when he talks about Donovan Lewis. He says uh, Donovan Lewis being shot was, quote, a civil rights violation. They used deadly force in a situation where deadly force was not called for. It was a reckless shooting. Imagine, he says, I'd like to say to every mother in America. So if you're a mother, listen up. Rex Elliott is talking to you. Don't do this if you're driving, though. I'd like to say to every mother in America, I want you to close your eyes and imagine your baby getting gunned down, your unarmed baby getting gunned down by a police officer like Donovan Lewis was at the age of 20 years old. Could I digress for a moment? If he's 20, he's not a baby. Just saying. If he's charged with domestic violence against his girlfriend who's pregnant with an actual baby, he's not a baby. Okay? Okay, Rex? Could we agree on that, Rex? Donovan Lewis, not a baby. You know who is closer to a baby? Another headline. Another headline. Baron Anderson, 16, and Terrell Hicks Freeman, 15, are charged with two delinquency counts of murder in connection with the June shootings of Leighton Ridgedale, 18, and Makai Andrews, 15. Four young black men, their lives ruined. Two of them ended. The other two ended for all intents and purposes as they're going away, most likely, for murder before they're adults. But they will be tried as adults, and they should be tried as adults, because if you're 16 and 15, you know you should not shoot and kill someone else. Yes, producer Pam. Is that the shooting in the parking lot of pastimes at Warner and Hamilton Roads. North Hamilton and yep. Warner Road yep. on 11 at 11 p.m. on June the 3rd. They found one and victim in the vehicle and the other one shot a short time later half a mile away face down in the parking that's lot. That's in Columbus proper, Westerville mm-hmm. mailing address, New Albany area and multiple apartment buildings all around there. Some of the apartments were actually shot. Yeah, there so, were there yeah. Here you go. Holes holes in your walls. These kids are on the list that I gave you earlier in the week of black men and women under the age of 25 who have been murdered in the city of Columbus in the last three months. There's like 10 or more of them. And so, I had another headline. It's interconnected. I only gave you four. I said I'd five. I'll have to deliver on the tease and give you the fifth (laughs) next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, While Andrew Ginther, the mayor of Columbus, was in Washington, D.C. yesterday, uh, thanking... The Biden administration for, in Andrew Ginther's words, 
all the many things they have done for the city of Columbus, uh, none of which concern, of course, lowering crime or making the city the uh, crown jewel of the state that it used to be when uh, the government was run by Republicans, which it decidedly is not now, with an all-Democrat city council and a Democratic mayor and a very, very, very woke law director in Zach Klein and a very ineffective prosecutor in Gary Tyak. Uh, well, while Andrew Ginther was doing that, the Franklin County Board of Commissioners uh, were cutting in on his action by looking at gun violence as a public health crisis. Now, they decided not to declare it a public health crisis, which I applaud them, not because gun violence, which is a misnomer. Guns aren't violent. People are violent. They use guns to be violent, but guns are not violent. If I had a gun here, I would uh, put it on the tabletop, and it would be surprisingly docile. Not violent at all. Might be threatening if you are triggered by the presence of a weapon, but it and it in and of itself is not violent. It's uh, powerless to do what it is designed to do unless and until somebody picks it up and makes it do that. So gun violence is one of these uh, democratic phrases that is meant to absolve the guilty party of guilt because, you know, in democratic circles, guilt is a very bad thing. Shame is a very bad thing. Consequences are a very bad thing. Personal accountability is a very bad thing. They don't like personal accountability in the Democratic Party. And so when they are trapped in the vice-like clutches of personal accountability, what do they do? They lie. They tell you that uh, things they've said before they didn't say, like closing schools. They, like Hillary Clinton yesterday, Hillary Clinton yesterday, said that there was no classified information on her emails. Don't put me in the same boat as Donald Trump. My emails weren't classified. Hmm. Wait, what did James Comey say about your emails? Oh, never mind. Anyway, we'll get to Hillary eventually. But back to the uh, Franklin County commissioners. They did not declare gun violence a public health crisis, which Andrew Ginther has done, by the way. Of course he has. Uh, But they said they are tabling action on that particular resolution because they want to craft a more detailed action plan. Well, I applaud that. I applaud detailed action plans. I reserve the right, though, to evaluate the action plan to see if it will actually, you know, do anything, (laughs) accomplish any action. And in this case, the hoped-for accomplished action would be reducing crime. Reducing crime. Noble endeavor. Will they accomplish it? Uh, County Administrator Kenneth Wilson says, we've got to create additional opportunities through action, and I think a lot of that is in this resolution. Uh, Okay, so what's in the resolution? Uh, We don't get a lot of details on that. Well, here we go. They're going to focus on reducing poverty and addressing racial inequities. They're going to invest in mental health and addiction and crisis services. They're going to fund youth employment, after-school, and engagement activities. They're going to support outreach programs. They're going to identify policies and programs to reduce gun violence. 
They're going to partner with public, private, nonprofit, and community groups. They're going to advocate for local, regional, state, and federal groups and legislation that encourage and enforce lawful, responsible, and safe gun ownership practices. Okay, we finally got to something that might work. But I'm worried about how committed they are to it since the word enforce was way down on the list of objectives behind addressing racial inequities, behind investing in mental health and addiction and all that. And that's important. Mental health is very important. Addiction services are very important. I have no objection to youth employment and after-school programs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I would like to see what I would like to see. If you want to do a program, and they do this sometimes, but if they want to do a program that I think would have some chance of having success, you have to be able to get people in the community not perceive evil, not perceive danger, not perceive something along the lines of, uh-oh, when they see a police officer. Now you say, that's hard to do because according to Rex Elliott, the attorney for Donovan Lewis, uh, he was shot in cold blood. The police had no reason for shooting him. They just shot him. Well, they had a reason, according to Rex Elliott, they shot him because he's black and unarmed. And as long as we have people like Rex Elliott who continue to say these things, these very incendiary, very untrue things, as long as we have people like Joyce Beatty, a United States congresswoman, as long as we have people like Stephanie Hightower, the head of the Urban League, as long as we have some pastors in this city who are a disgrace to the job title pastor, jumping to conclusions right away and making pronouncements about the innocence of Donovan Lewis and the culpability of Columbus police before all the facts are in and before the BCI investigation is done, as long as we do those things, then we're ingraining in our young people's minds that all police are evil and that young people in the city have a, not just a reason, but a justification for assuming that they are in danger when they see a police officer. And that is something that adults should know better than to do. But the temptation to do it is fueled by what? The benefits of doing it. It is inarguable that a lot of politicians and people with power and prominence and prestige benefit from stoking the narrative that police are the enemy, that police are a danger. And so when I see initiatives like this one undertaken by the Franklin County Commissioners, I'm going to applaud anyone who tries. But when they have the word enforce all the way down their list of objectives, and there's nothing about putting kids into uh, programs that keep them off the streets, then I doubt the success they'll have. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.